0: It's time to place your bets. Let's talk to the pros. Welcome in, everybody, to Betting Pros. It's me, Joey P., Joe P. Zapia. That, of course, is Scott Bogman, and it's you. It's time to take you through week 14. That's right. We're in that time of college football where the rivalries are now past us, although it was very exciting football. We'll get to that in just a second. And now it's about the big national games. It's about those conference championships that we're going to talk about and break down today. But, Bogman, before we get into that, I got to watch Michigan-Ohio State start to finish. Whoa, Uh, That was a fun game to watch. Uh, We've come full circle on Jim Harbaugh this year, and uh, on top of which I watched Auburn take – Alabama to the limit. That was very entertaining to uh, Auburn really should have won that football game. Yeah. They the really end, blew
1: it at the they end. They really yeah.
0: did. But Alabama, you know, hung in it as Nick Saban said, I just told her to have fun. And then they First
1: did. Iron Bowl <laughs> overtime game ever. I know. I was shocked to hear that. I think one of them, I mean, that, that series has always played so close. And this is kind of what I was talking about, man. I mean, I definitely picked Ohio State. I thought they were going to stomp Michigan. But I said, look, Michigan has at least been trying this stuff. And Aiden Hutchinson, whoa, he is making a case for number one overall. I was just going to, you know, we were talking about
0: this and I was talking to a couple other people. I, I feel like, you know, with no clear cut number one franchise quarterback out there. Imagine the Detroit Lions taking that guy from Michigan. Michigan, I mean, you could sell that. They need help on defense. You could sell that, I think, to the fan base, don't you? Oh,
1: yeah. Well, yeah. And Dan Campbell said he wants to build from the inside out. So a lot of mocks right now have the Lions taking Aiden Hutchinson one. And, you know, to be honest,
0: walk quality. I mean, it's him
1: and Kayvon Thibodeau. Those are the two guys that are like kind of vying for number one overall pick right now. I mean, you could probably throw Evan Neal in there, um, you know, as well. But uh, yeah, like you said, no clear cut number one franchise quarterback. And even if there was a clear cut, number one, Trevor Lawrence hasn't played like it. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that has been a little interesting. But, you know, not just the I mean, the the week of football is awesome. Right. Seven and three of my picks. I, I'm i going to end up finishing uh, 70, 58 and two overall. That's I'm very my, good. My friend. my 10 a week. So 12 games over 500. We'll take it for sure. But, um, you know, the uh, the coaching changes.
0: Good Lord. Yeah, let's talk about that, too. Uh, Let's talk about Brian Kelly first, uh, who's going to be leaving Notre Dame. I was shocked by that news, as I guess more people were than than I realized. I thought maybe it's just me being shocked by that. But apparently, no, it's everybody. So what do you think of him moving to USC?
1: Uh, I, uh, well, he went to LSU, Brian LSU rather, LSU. excuse me. Yeah. Uh, I think Sorry it's interesting. It. And I think the, uh, the re- people are, are questioning why number one, he gets an enormous contract, like, uh, you know, just it, not like he wasn't getting paid in Notre Dame, but he gets an enormous contract. And I think to compete at a yearly level with, uh, Alabama and, um, Auburn and, uh, you know, all these teams in the SEC, you kind of have to be in it. So I love him. Going to LSU. I think it's a good hire for them and they need to get back to it. And at Orgeron, uh, I think Joe Brady was the biggest part of that national title game. Obviously, Joe Burrow was and Jamar Chase and all well, those guys. Well, that but, certainly
0: helps when you have a talented quarterback, right. and you have a great play but, caller but and all Joe
1: those But Joe Burrow wasn't a great quarterback until he got to LSU. He was good, but at LSU is where he really shined under uh, Joe Brady. So I don't think Orgeron had a, you know, obviously he's the head coach, he won the national championship, all that stuff. But I I think he was a smaller part of it than he is given credit to. So I love this hire. Brian Kelly has been great at Notre Dame. Obviously, I understand if you're pissed at Brian Kelly, if you're a Notre Dame fan, I totally get it. Same thing with Lincoln Riley going over to USC, which was yeah, even I more surprising. I
0: was so excited to get to the Lincoln Riley thing, too. And then we right. started with Brian Kelly. <laughs> but, you know, when, when you're looking at, at that move, too, I mean, there's another one, too, where you thought Lincoln oh, Riley's going to go remake this program and then... Now, all of a sudden, a couple of years later, he's out there.
1: Yeah, I don't know what it was about the USC job. You know, we've heard the gigantic contract and well, them buying <laughs> his house in the private plane. And I don't know if any of that stuff is true. Right. But um, I think that that was a maybe a factor of I don't want to play in the SEC because, uh, you know, Oklahoma and Texas are going to be moving there maybe next year if they both teams decide to pay the fine. Uh, For for moving it's 25 million a year. So that would be 75 million a piece given to the Big 12 to move to the SEC next year. So um, I don't know if that was just the case or if there was something happened at Norman and he just didn't like playing there anymore or being there. Uh, But on his way to USC and. Look, it's a huge, you know, a lot of people called it a seismic shift in the the schedule of college football. And I think it absolutely is. So it, it's an enormous move for him. He's a great recruiter. A lot of his players are following him there, too. So uh, very, very interesting move for Lincoln Riley and hopefully. Uh, it can pull USC out from the dirt because a lot of these teams, Florida, they're getting a new head coach and uh, Billy Napier as well. And uh, Florida, Texas and USC have all been bad since winning some national titles. So hopefully they can get back on track and uh, start being in the national picture again.
0: Yeah. And, and going back to the, uh, you know, the LSU situation, too, with Kelly and you're talking about, you know, Joe Brady calling the plays and stuff. Yes, Jamar Chase is there. Also, Justin Jefferson was there too. Let's not forget right. about how good of a player he was. Oh, and I feel like that team was
1: stacked. Clyde, Edwards Clyde a layer. was a When well, you're guy.
0: talking about the fact that there are four guys on that team off the top of our head that are right. top four round fantasy <laughs> football picks, that's a yeah. lot for one right. college football team to have. So uh, they were loaded with talent. Who do you think replaces these guys in these jobs? Any ideas of where Notre Dame, especially, um, where they're going to go?
1: No, I know Notre Dame is uh, their interim coach is pushing, but they'll have to interview a ton of people. So uh, Oklahoma, I just, I, there's no reason for them to rush at this point, right? They can see who's available or pry somebody else away. Like just happened to them. So, uh, you know, I think um, we'll get some, we'll get even more news in the off season and way more stuff mm-hmm. happening. So it's uh, going to be a lot of moving and shaking. That's for sure.
0: Well, look, honestly, it's good for college football to have LSU be good again. Yeah, it's good for college football to have USC relevant again. I think, you know, those Pete Carroll years at USC were really entertaining years. And previously, you know, you go back in the day, USC, if USC could just keep its own California talent and keep their own recruits from, you know, Southern California, they're going to be very good again. (laughs) It's just a matter of whether or not they can keep those guys in house. So we'll see if that makes a big difference in recruiting. Uh, Let's skip ahead here because uh, we've got a game on Friday. Let's start here with Bogman's picks. Uh, Kentucky, Western Kentucky University, right? Is that what we got here? Yep. W-K-U? WKU, that's right. WKU here against UTSA this is the USA championship. Uh, <laughs> obviously, uh, big goings on here, that USA championship. Everybody loves that. Uh, Kentucky University is, uh, two and a half point favorites in this contest. The number is 72 and Bog, wow, that's a lot of scoring to live up to. Can this game live up to it?
1: Yeah, look, I I love this matchup. This is a good Conference USA Championship game. I uh, wish it was kind of wish it was at a neutral site, but it's it's uh in the Alamo Dome for UTSA. Um, we saw this game before and this was the last game that Western Kentucky lost was against UTSA. Uh, but these teams are going in opposite directions right now. UTSA played tight in their uh, previous two games before eventually dropping that game to North Texas last week which came as a surprise to me because they were undefeated up to that point. Uh, Frank Harris got benched as starting quarterback. They're just not playing with a lot of confidence right now. I've got WKU rolling in this game. I think they won by more than two and a half points, even on the road. Uh, so I just think Bailey Zappi and company are going to roll right over uh, uh, UTSA. So uh, unfortunate because UTSA has won me a decent amount of money this year. Don't like to pick against them, but I got to take the Hilltoppers here.
0: All right, let's move over to Las Vegas for the Pac 12 championship. That's going to be 11th ranked Oregon uh, versus 19th ranked Utah. Utah's three point favorites in this contest. 59.5 is the over under. So, Boggs, where are you going in this one?
1: Well, we just saw this game, didn't we? And Utah yeah. beat the crap out of Oregon. <laughs> we so. Did.
0: I so think why are that, they only three-point favorites
1: then? Because, you know, Oregon's still a very, very good team. And this okay. is at a neutral site instead of Utah. You know what I mean? So, uh, But I think Utah is playing better football right now. And they just beat the breaks off of Oregon a couple weeks ago. I don't think a lot has changed within those last couple weeks for uh, to give me much confidence in Oregon to win this game. So I will take Utah again in this game. I don't think it's going to be a stomping like it was last time. I think Oregon, after seeing them at least once, will be able to adjust a little bit, but I don't know, man, I think this is still Utah winning and hopefully after this win, they'll be ranked ahead of Oregon. And I think they will. So uh, give me Utah and lay the points. All right, let's move on to Saturday. Kent
0: state three point favorites versus Northern Illinois, 74 and a half. Another huge number. This is for the Mac championship. This game is going to be played in Detroit. So Boggs uh, can Kent state, uh, pull off the victory here, or do you think this number hits the over?
1: A championship game in Detroit here. Uh, you know, it, it's uh, the most action this uh, stadium has seen since Super Bowl 40. So, um, uh, look, uh, I, I'm taking Kent State here. Uh, Northern Illinois is a really good squad. Obviously, they made it to the MAC championship, but they've kind of beat the teams they're supposed to beat and lost to the teams that they're supposed to lose to. And this is a team that they're supposed to lose to. Great quarterback names here. Uh, Dustin crumb for Kent state versus Rocky Lombardi for Northern Illinois. Those are some solid football names here, but I just, I trust in the Kent state offense too much, but I do think this game goes over. This is going to be a lot of scoring. This is not going to be the normal game that you're used to seeing in Ford field at all tons of scoring from both teams. Well, that's definitely one to watch. I can tell you that (laughs) that's a morning game, man. So let the, well, the noon game for you, 11 for me. Yeah. So uh that, and this next one, the big 12 uh, title, these are yeah, the morning big
0: games. 12 championship in Dallas is going to be Oklahoma state seventh ranked versus Baylor ranked number eighth. So these teams very close in rank, but uh in terms of the spread, it's Oklahoma state by five and a half. So that's a pretty good margin here in a neutral site. Can they pull this off? And the number is 46 and a half.
1: I think they can. And they won this game, you know, and once again, another game that has already been played 24 to 14 earlier this year. So uh, I think Oklahoma state uh, beats Baylor uh, pretty soundly. Uh, Baylor's quarterback, Jerry Bohannon is questionable in this game. That would be an enormous loss if he can't play, even if he does play though, not going to be a hundred percent. So I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and take Oklahoma state in this game and lay the points.
0: Next is Utah state at a uh, 21 ranked San Diego state, or would we say last week, 20- 21 Tw-
1: or uh, 21st, 21st, no. uh, something. Yeah. <laughs> I think you said uh, 20th ranked 20th. twenty Is that what,
0: what I said? Went. I don't know, yeah. but now it's 20th, 21st, uh, <laughs> San Diego, 21, <laughs>
1: 50,
0: <laughs> uh, 50 is the number for this one. San Diego state is five and a half point favor. So five and a half very popular number, some of these championship games here uh what are your thoughts on utah state and san diego state can utah state pull off an upset or cover here
1: no i got san diego state san diego state is dominant on both sides of the ball mm-hmm. in this game utah state is a uh a good story right they have played great they had a couple upset wins earlier in the season but uh I, the the magic is about to die in the mountain west <laughs> championship here give me san diego state and lay the points
0: all right, next one is the Sun Belt Championship. This is Appalachian State three point favorites at ULL. 53 is the number right on the button here, Bog. So, does App State get a W here?
1: Yeah, uh, no, I'm going to, I'm going to go with Billy Napier, uh, uh getting a nice send off from his guys. At All right. So, uh, and we've seen this a couple times after a guy gets fired, the team plays well for him, but he's going to be there. He's going to be coaching this team. This is his last game before he officially moves on to take the Florida job. So uh, I think that, uh. I think he's going to be able to rally his guys and win this game. And they won going away last time, I think, against App State. But um, it's going to be closer. App State is a much better team than they were earlier in the season. But I still think the Raging Cajuns pull this off.
0: All right. Now we get to the main eventers here. Yeah. Number one ranked Georgia SEC championship. This game is in Atlanta. They're six and a half point favorites versus number three Alabama. The number is 49 and a half. So obviously huge college football playoff implications here in this game. So walk me through your thoughts with Georgia and Alabama.
1: Yeah, this is huge because I think if Georgia loses this game and it's close, they're still in the playoff, in my opinion.
0: Uh, I would agree. I I would 100% agree with that.
1: I don't know if that's how the voters will see it and all that stuff. So we'll have to pay attention. But I think if Bama loses this game, they're out. So uh, because of the loss to A&M earlier this year, that also could be a wrong take. So it depends on what else happens with the rest of everything, of course. But I think this is a Georgia win with Georgia has been dominant the whole year. I do think Bama is one of the very few teams that could get to them. So it should be a very, very close game, but, I think what we've seen from Bama is issues up front and that's exactly what we saw against Auburn. And that is the biggest strength of this Georgia Mm -hmm. team is that defensive line versus the Bama offensive line. And uh, you know, this is what happens when you turn over uh, in a, in a year where you have three offensive linemen leave uh, for the NFL. And, you know, you got to replace him. It's tough. It's it tough is. even for Bama to replace. Uh, and young, once
0: there's pressure, he does. He is not good. under pressure. He's a young I mean,
1: quarterback. Look, he's still lot, you could say yeah. that about
0: a lot of quarterbacks. I know that, you know, they're not good when they the pass rush. But when you give young time in the pocket, he's proficient. He can right. find the open guy. And obviously they have a ton of talent there. But at the same time, or any kind of pressure. And you saw in that Auburn game at times, too, where you know, you can get to him early and often all of a sudden that game is definitely yours. So I guess here's the other question. So what happens in your opinion, if Alabama, or should they lose here, are they out of the college playoff or does I, it matter, have to be a close game? Like where, where
1: do we go? here? It depends on what happens with some of these other games, right? Okay. Like if Oklahoma state loses, then, you know, because if Oklahoma State wins, Bama loses, I think maybe Oklahoma State gets in. So wow. uh, we'll, we'll see. I mean, there's a lot of moving pieces still. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati has to win because if they lose, they're definitely out. They have to win and they probably have to win big just to, you know, stay the number four seed here. So, um, I, I mean, I think they're in, but uh, that, that's another game. So uh, the, well, Locks, who's the two seed right now, the two seed is Michigan. Okay. Just so it's, it's Georgia, Michigan, Bama, and the, or uh, right. Cincinnati and the Bama. So, right, uh, that that's how it's shaped right now. So we'll see. I mean, this is uh, it's an enormous game. So uh, I, but I think Georgia wins it. Uh, the, I'm not super confident in it. I wouldn't bet money on that. I probably bet money on the under, uh, if I was betting one number here. But uh, I will take Georgia.
0: All right, let's go to the next one here. 24th ranked Houston at fourth ranked Cincinnati. This is for the AAC championship. Uh, 10 and a half point favorites Cincinnati are in this game. 53 is the number, uh, Cincinnati should win this game pretty handily, right? Boggs. I mean, they should. should be a walk.
1: Yeah. Look, we've seen them play tight a couple times, but not recently. You know, as soon as I finally said, screw it, I'm picking against Cincinnati, then they beat the brakes off of SMU. So, mm-hmm, uh, right. you know, I think this is, uh, this is Cincy in a stomping Houston is a good team specifically offensively, but they're not going to be able to hang around with Cincy since he beats them going away. They have to win this game have to. So uh, I don't think it's a question. They got to win it. They'll win it.
0: All right. 18th ranked Wake Forest versus 17th ranked Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, three point favorites in this one, huge number in this one also 72 and a half for the ACC championship. This game is going to be played in neutral slight in North Carolina. And let me tell you, man, like, you know, these, some of these totals, you got 74, you got 72. There should be a lot of scoring. So we have very entertaining oh, weekend of college football.
1: This is the one where you're like, uh, you know, you're, you're watching Georgia and you're keeping an eye on this one. Maybe bet the over, right? Just, just bet the over to see if they get to that number. Cause I see it as an offensive explosion game. I think Pitt wins the game, but wake force can score on and with anyone. So uh, if Pitt's defense doesn't decide to show up even a little bit, then Wake Forest will score points and we'll get to most of this total before the half. So uh, I think this is going to be a fun, fun shootout game to watch. Love watching Kenny Pickett and Pitt, but I think Pitt wins this one.
0: All right. Last year in the big 10 championship in Indianapolis, Iowa 16th ranked in the nation will take on second ranked Michigan, Michigan, 10 and a half point favorites in this contest. after that huge upset there against Ohio state last week 43 and a half uh, is the number for this one. So, uh, you know, look, we've watched a lot of Iowa this year, Boggs, <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, Iowa certainly can show up. Iowa, you know, could play some D but do you think that they can cover this 10 and a half year against Michigan? Is there a letdown here for Michigan?
1: That's the thing you have to worry about It wouldn't it be the most Michigan thing ever <laughs> to beat Ohio state? Finally, After nine years or whatever, I remember them saying that uh, 4K TV came out in 2014. So no one until this Saturday had seen Michigan beat Ohio State in 4K ever, which is just a funny, stupid thing to say. But uh, it would be the most Michigan thing ever to lose this game. They're not losing this game. Do they get up and play as well as they did against Ohio State? Probably not. So if you want to take Iowa, I get it. Not me. I'm taking Michigan. Uh, I have seen nothing from Iowa. Iowa almost lost to Nebraska last week, dude. So uh, I nothing from them has shown me anything to give me a lot of confidence in Iowa, specifically on offense at all. Michigan's best side of the ball is defense. Even though they're good on offense, their best side of the ball is on defense. I think this is close to a shutout in Michigan's favor.
0: All right. So, Bogman, when we come back next time on the show, who's in the college playoff?
1: I think, I think we're going to have the four teams that we have right now. Uh, so, cause I, I think, um, <sighs> you well, think
0: Alabama plays respectable yeah, slides in stays. there and they, well, they yeah. would slide in then at four, right. And then Michigan's at two and Cincinnati's at three, if they were right. big, right. Yeah.
1: So we get Michigan, Cincinnati, uh, and Georgia, Bama again. So, uh, that's probably, that's probably what I would go with right now.
0: All right. There you have it. Make sure you follow them on Twitter at Bogman Sports and check out Bogman's write-up of all these games over at bettingpros.com. The consensus where you can get the best lines you're looking for in all these games that we just talked about. It's been a fun couple weeks here of college football. It's gonna follow strong. And also, uh, don't forget, we're gonna be covering the bowl games too. So we got plenty more CFB for you over on Betting Pros. So make sure if you're not already, you're subscribing to all the Betting Pros podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts at. Because they're fun and they're informative and win you money. Were you seven and two last week or seven and three? Seven last and
1: week? three. Seven and three last week. Not
0: so. bad. Not bad. Yeah. Considering what? the One of those was definitely the Michigan game. Where you lost, right?
1: Yeah. Well, no, I didn't pick that one in my article.
0: So. Okay. You didn't pick uh, it in the article. Yeah, I just away. talked
1: about it here. But yeah, I was seven and three last week and, and I won myself some money. So there Why you go. That?
0: And probably a lot of you listening as well. So that'll do it for us. But the story of the game goes on. For Scott Bogren, I'm Joey P. We'll see you next time, kids.